We are live. It is Wednesday night. You know what that means. Pals pulls. All four of us are here tonight. We're going to be talking about what I thought were four of the bigger books this week. We've got uh, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, number one. The, like, official return, I guess. Is that that a Jim Lee cover? It sure is. Uh, No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's a Fabok. It's a Fabok and Anderson Uh, cover. All right. But oh, it's playing as a Jim Lee cover. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got Carnage number one. <clears throat> oh, uh, wait, you, know, you can't just show the cover and not say who the cover is. That. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Hold on. Go let ahead. me see it again. Go ahead. Wait, 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 let me oh, see it. Yeah. Let me see it. Uh, is this. Uh, is this. Um, shit. But I, almost said, I almost said Gucci. What is, what is the guy's name? <laughs> What? He's doing Avengers right now. Um, oh I have no idea what you're talking about. He's doing the Avengers Forever thing. He's got a name that's similar to that. Well, it's not that. I'll look it um, up. I'll look it up. Hold on. It's, I'm it's Israel Silva. Okay. Israel yep. Silva. Wasn't going to get that. Wasn't going to get that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have... Aaron Cooter. That's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Wait. You went wow. from... Wow. <laughs> this is going to be quite a show tonight, guys. I thought it was uh, Gucci. I mean, Cooter. We've got Eternals, the Heretic. Resco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, King Spawn, number eight. King Spawn. The superior uh, cover. Yes, I will say. agree. Yeah. This week, this is the, the superior cover. Also, we are superior not reviewing... Book. Hey, oh, boy. We're going to get All right. that. We're not reviewing this book, but I did need to show this cover off anyways because I really liked it. Can anyone guess? Anybody want to throw a guess out there before I show it? Uh, X-Lives. Definitely not. Uh, Catwoman. Oh, I did see that. Look at that. Are you kidding me? So for those of you who can't see what I'm holding up, it's from uh, Catwoman 41 by uh, Teeny Howard. Uh, It's Catwoman literally staring face-to-face with a very large woman with her tongue out. It's beautiful. Um, Sean, are you reading that Teeny Howard run or are you just horny buying it? Dude, (laughs) listen, um, I'm not going to answer your question, but I will say the covers (laughs) are pretty and I don't know what happens in the book. Anyway. Okay. uh, the fifth. Got it. It's also 316. So that's Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. In honor of that, uh, my man Tyler is drinking to the the legend himself, Stone Cold. What do you yeah. got there? What, what kind of drink is that, Tyler? It's a hay burner from um, uh, uh, Broken Broken Ditch Brewery in Buffalo. It's a local place in Buffalo. So All right. okay, nice. It's not big right. ditch, big Very ditch good. brewery, big ditch. Big. Ditch. Very good. Shout out to Big Ditch. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, also, if you guys want to support the show, there are plenty of ways that you can do that. Right here on Twitch, we're live right now. If you guys want to uh, help us out by leaving us a follow being so kind as to subscribe we really appreciate that we go live every wednesday at 6 p.m eastern and every saturday at 10 a.m eastern for the main show uh what are we talking about this week i have no idea i feel like nothing has happened i come Um, over the game again if you need me to (laughs) (laughs) we'll probably be playing some kind of fun game which i had a great uh time last week but uh, youtube.com slash the comic spouse to subscribe for free, like the video, share it with your friends. All that stuff's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Make sure that you check out our most recent review of The Batman. Go run those numbers up. People keep watching the movie. So as you find it, uh, come check out our review. And then also our upcoming book club, Batman 
What's Black, Mirror. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Black yep. Mirror. Batman Black Mirror. Um, Scott Snyder's first like real at bat with Batman. It's a great book. Frank Abia is on that. Uh, there's on a couple of yeah. people, right? Backups. Yeah. Backup yeah. stories. Jock. Yeah, it's, it's good, Jock. It's good oh, time. Frank Abia does the uh, James Gordon Junior. Yeah, Junior. Oh, oh boy. Good shit. Yep. Very good shit. Uh, let's let's get into our first book of the night. Uh, Batman Superman World's Finest number one. So this is, as I said, Mark Wade, uh, Dan Mora, one of my faves, Tamra Bond villain. Uh, on colors and Aditya Bidikar on letters. This stacked team. Yeah, very stacked. Uh, DC clearly wanted to make this sell, and I'm sure it will. This wasn't what I expected. Not in a bad way. I thought this was very good, but it was not what I expected. I thought it was a little clunky. Um, hmm. the, yeah. The first, I think like the first act sort of, um, the dialogue was kind of quippy and almost some of the moments felt incomplete um should i pull up a, an example but uh yeah I, I i didn't connect with the script immediately um just kind of threw me off the art dan moore is phenomenal and the way that uh tamra colors she does an, an incredible uh, incredible job uh, and sultan is right dan moore is absolutely an instant buy yeah. um, so that's the draw for me on, on this one but uh there was just the banter sort of between bruce and between um, Superman that just didn't feel, I don't know, didn't flow very well. And, and I, I sort of had an issue with it. Um, one of the things that uh, I called out, right, is like, your villain, my turf, who gets to take her in? Should we flip a coin? No, no coin flipping, please. Coin flipping bad. Like some of that didn't feel like full sentences. And um, it, it felt like it was sprinkled be, uh, throughout the issue. Otherwise, okay. I agree. I think I think the dialogue is hit or miss. Sometimes it feels like Wade is trying too hard to be snappy, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't always work. Well past his snappy years. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, this this is kind of a big deal. Like, this is Mark Wade's first DC ongoing, right? This is announced as an ongoing? Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. what? Since Flash? I think which is like pre Flashpoint. No, that long is it really? Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah. Very, he was kind of blackballed I, from DC I, for a while. Yeah, I know it was a long, long time. I, didn't I think, think it was that since long. Didio was there, I think him and Didio were the ones who had heat. Uh, don't quote me on that. I know there was heat between Mark Wade and Upper DC management for something. Was it Levitz? Uh, I don't think it was Levitz. Um, I, I I remember Levitz being a generally cool dude. Matt's teacher in college, actually. Um, oh wow. No way. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even for like comic book stuff. But um, I, I heard he's like a cool dude. So I don't know if anyone has heat with Levitz. But uh, Tadio has had heat with a lot of people. So right. Um, I think that's if we're gonna pick the two. I think it's more likely. But um, I'm a big Mark Wade fan, and, and I and I think yeah, this was a little bit of uh, him being quippy. In my head, it was like a, a way of like hearkening back to old comics where things were a little yeah more yeah. lighthearted. Uh, yeah. but lighthearted does not necessarily equate to uh, quippy you know what i mean um but i think that's how he took it in this um i i enjoyed it though i liked seeing a kind of anachronistic dc story that's like oh this is just many years ago it it doesn't matter to the grand right. overall scheme of things this is just a story about batman and superman having each other's backs and then a little bit of a uh, villain switching which i'm a big fan of like villain switching whenever you know uh 
Superman villain has to deal with Batman or vice versa. Um, and I believe this was Jason Todd as Robin, or was this Tim? No, this is Dick. Yeah, I thought it was Dick. Yeah, I, thought it was Dick. Yeah. I, hmm, I it thought has it, to be. I thought it was Dick the in the the coin flip line. Well, also, he, uh, when he catches one of the guys, he's like, and the crowd goes wild or whatever. Well, I thought there was Dick in the, the flashback flashback with the penguin. Like, I thought that was Dick. But I thought when we were with in Metropolis a little further mm. forward, because it says many years before the previous one. So I thought um, mostly because of the, the bow staff, it could have been either Tim or Jason. I don't I think I think canonically the uh, dick uses both okay and he's done that sort of through his career okay. yeah mm. i don't think it, it not that it even really mattered to the story but yeah. sure he's kind of, um, out of out of continuity stories back to the villain switching thing i do like a good villain switch but what i don't like is the sort of random grab bag of villains <laughs> like this Oh, Poison Ivy's all of a sudden in uh, Metropolis, and guess who shows up? Metallo. Oh, it's it's, it's the organic okay. versus the inorganic, Kale. Which they oh, don't ever drive right. home okay. thematically you know at all. <laughs> but <laughs> got your ass. They sure did. I guess I fucking like it. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's Dan Mora drawing Poison Ivy, in like classic that, like green tights Poison Ivy. About that part. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone I, like? Metallo? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, you would, Sean. You would. He's awesome. Wait, why do you say that? Why would I? Uh, I don't know. Because it's something I don't like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that how this works? It's in a cape book. Of course you like it. No. You know why I like Metallo? Because he is a tortured man. He's a machine, a tortured machine who was a man that can't feel anything so all he's gonna do now is just go on a tour the force of vengeance i'm into it come on tyler he's the man with the kryptonite heart yeah have a heart that's such a good old classic comic book kind of mm -hmm. thing i love that dude and then i, I will like the lettering because like yeah different colors on yeah. it yeah. dan mora did make me like metallo a little bit more in this <laughs> i will say that i'll give him that cw gordon thank you for joining us in the chat they're both greenish. That is true. That is a nice. connecting tissue that we <laughs> nice. neglected to mention. So it's true. Uh, Drop that follow if you haven't. Welcome. Uh, he did. He did. Somebody, yeah, he just yeah, somebody yep. subscribed. Uh, oh. Yeah, CW Gordon gave us a follow. Not a, yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you, Thank man. Um, this was a, a gorgeous comic book. Like, this was one of the best looking books that I've, I've, I've read all year. Um, the colors were just amazing. Like, take a look at this page. This page right here that I'm holding up mm -hmm. is uh, just Superman going through hell. The red kryptonite, by the way, full spoilers, sorry, didn't say that before. The red kryptonite is working him over, and he's just throwing hands with whatever he can. He thinks he sees Zod. He, like, lo his, he loses all his skin. It's just a bad time to be Superman. And Dan Mora makes it look so fun, even though it's, it's, it's nightmarish. <laughs> Like, think about all the different kinds of ways you could depict what we're seeing right here. You know, like sure. that could have been horror. That could have been anything. That could have been funny. But Dan Mora just makes it look classically cool and fun. It's great. Uh, we're yeah. forgetting to to mention that 
they bring the Doom Patrol into this. Yeah. Which, that was oh, hype. man. I was hyped for that. And this That's is like TV fun. cast Doom Patrol. It's like the original, mm-hmm. not like the Grant Morrison one. I don't think Rita Farr ever really shows up often in Morrison's run. Um, but uh, yeah, seeing that, like that weird team kind of juxtaposed to like, oh, this is classic superheroes here. And like Niles Calder is introduced in like this dark room with, and he just has kryptonite surgery equipment like he was preparing for this. Like, oh, <laughs> so good. That's such a random inclusion, right? And like six months ago, I wouldn't have cared. But since we did the Doom Patrol book club, now I think they're cool. And I was like, oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome. Robot man. Um, yeah, that was great. Smart decision on Mark Wade's part. I feel like structurally, there's just nothing wrong with this. It just it had every ingredient it needed to be something that I would enjoy for what it's going for. Sure. Yeah, I think it was it was fun. It was fun otherwise. Um I so this is super nitpicky. Um, sure. So take this to the grain of salt. Do it. Um but there are moments here where the lettering, uh love Aditya Bikar, but there are moments where there's just like inconsistencies with the lettering. Uh there's a where is it? A fachum. I'm gonna see if this works. Hold on a second. Let's move oh, this over. Let's here we yeah. go. All right. There's a. There's a. Definitely not. There's a fachum <laughs> here, right? That goes across the page, and then later he throws it again. Where is it? Where is it? But the A is lowercase over here, and that killed me. I couldn't handle it. I I threw a fit. Mm. I think it's meant to be read differently. You know what? <laughs> Okay. One's a flexing, you know what? and one's you know a fachum. You know, okay. All right. You know, it's a different right. onomatopoeia, Marco. It's different sounds. Okay. One's fathum because he's landing. The other one's just a straight fachum. Okay. This is classic fachum versus fathum theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I resign myself. Thank you very much, everybody. Okay. This is great. Um, You're lucky there wasn't that crack of thum either. Mostly because that, that's a Thor sound effect, but you know. Oh, what's good, Casey? You're right. It is a soft fish room. I'm, I'm realizing this now. Hey, soft, soft Casey, <laughs> welcome, man. Thank you for joining. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a lot of fun. Had a great time with it. Can't wait to see where it goes. Um, the possibilities are endless whenever you pair Superman and Batman together. But if this is the vibe that the book's going to be, uh, then I'm, I'm definitely in. I think the Doom Patrol aspect of it at the end, where like Calder has gonna do surgery on him, I thought that was a cool like uh, cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, that's a good hook. And yeah. also, like DC has been constantly publishing Batman Superman, Batman slash Superman as a comic for years now, and like seeing them finally bring back World's Finest means like yeah. I think they have big plans for this. I hope um, so. Well, even even the addition of Robin as an active player in this, mm-hmm. like it it harkens back to the old old stuff where it was Superman, Batman, and Robin. Yeah. I hope that they do make their way into the modern age. Um, I kind of feel like maybe they'll be telling stories throughout their history, not necessarily stuck in one fixed point. Um, so I'd like to see them jump into the modern age at some point. But I kind of hope for that, honestly, like just to jump around instead of just yeah. being like this story continued. Yeah. Right. Uh, pull it for sure. Yeah. Easy pull. Yeah. 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 No doubt about it. Let's talk about Carnage. Carnage number one. Uh, I think we've all been anticipating this pretty pretty hotly. Um, this is, of course, Rom V, 
Let's go. Yep. Uh, Francesco Mana on art, DJ Lima on colors, and Joe Sabino did the letters. For the main story, there is a backup story uh, that is by David Micheline and uh, Ron Lim uh, with Roberto Poggi on inks, and Israel Silva did the colors. Um, this was not also not what I expected, but not necessarily in a good way. Um, this felt a lot more basic than I thought it would be, um, which is fair because it's carnage. Um, but it just, I don't know. It didn't do anything terribly interesting to me. Agreed. Interesting. I think I kind of did the same thing. I mean, I'm getting not to pigeonhole Ram V, but I'm getting Swamp Thing vibes a bit from this. Um, in the sense that it is not what I expect the first issue to be. Um, like at the first issue of Swamp Thing, we, or the Swamp Thing, we never got any Alec Holland. They, he just threw us right into the deep end of this whole new story that's kind of separate from everything. And like that's kind of what we're getting here. Like Cletus Cassidy is not in this at all. Mm. Mm. The kind of specter of what he was is, but the character itself isn't. This is really the Carnage symbiote trying to forge its own path and you mix that real kind of almost cosmic that the carnage stuff has turned into lately it's almost like a mystical cosmic sort of thing and you mix that with a detective story it, it's not what i expected at all um, um which i'm kind of ready for like i trust ram v to kind of get me there okay. it occurs to me that's very uh lovecraft Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Lovecraft by way of Rom V. I, you know I would have that's good. I would have loved it if they leaned in that direction more. I felt like that was not predominant enough for me. Like, you know, if this dude, this killer, the serial killer guy was like a part of a cult of carnage or something, and they were working towards summoning carnage and it was this big thing, and carnage was like this mythical monster. You know what I'm saying? If he was brought into that status, I think that would be that would have been really cool. Um, I like the idea that someone is worshiping Carnage. That's that harkens me back to um, to uh, Maximum Carnage, where they're driving everybody crazy. Um, mm. But uh, I just felt like this was very low scale, and I wanted it. I wanted more. I guess. Um, obviously, there's a lot of time to go. I'm sure that there will be you know more things that get them. Um, that get that unfold but for now this didn't this didn't light me on fire um it felt also felt really short am i the only one who felt that way was this standard length this felt normal to me yeah yeah just the main story i think it was a little shorter uh because the backup starts at least for me the backup yeah. starts at around 22 mm. whereas the issue the initial issue itself ends at 19. Yeah, so that's a that's a few pages okay. shorter. I could care less about the backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I to to be honest, I probably enjoyed the backup more. Like really, really, yeah, really honestly. Um, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get anything out of the main story here. There was personality from Carnage. Granted, it was Cletus Cassidy, but like, there was personality there. Yeah, and I felt mm -hmm. that was more different. Of a, of a spin on Carnage than I saw in the main story. Mm. Carnage I mean, just not slaughtering someone. Carnage, like, sympathizing with someone. 
well, I thought that was utter bullshit, but I, uh, <laughs> I uh, agree with the first part of what you said. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had I was getting like some True Detective season one vibes from the main story, and I um, think that's the problem. Is it okay. starts at you know, like the first ten minutes of Hannibal or whatever? Like Fair. it's you know you get this crazy opener and then it drags until something happens it, it's become cookie cutter it's like silence of the lambs it's like seven it's like at this point this is the thing we've seen in multiple mediums mm. wow I, I couldn't connect with it on that level that's so interesting that might be a good thing that you can't connect with carnage sean that's probably a, <laughs> a healthy thing um, but like i even i even thought the dialogue was a little um you know ho-hum like it, it really it really I, I was surprised by how little there was within the dialogue, at least for at least for me. No, I was kind of right there with you. Um, I, I, I think I expected maybe maybe I came in with some expectations because yeah. of because of Rom. And so like that kind of soured me on what I got. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think this was I, I don't know that this was the a great setup issue for where we're trying to go um, with the character for me. Yeah, um, we should talk a little bit about what happens here. So the, uh, as was mentioned, there is this detective angle. There's a serial killer on the loose and uh, the, you know, the law enforcement is trying to track them down. Um, we learn that he's the son of a mortician and, you know, all this crazy backstory, which I liked. I thought that was, you know, that was cool enough. Um, but he's working towards summoning Carnage and he's actually drawing Carnage's new symbol. Um, which reminded me for the first time of Uzumaki. I thought about that mm. as I was reading this. Um, spiral. Yeah, the spiral. Um, but we do get a really cool Carnage image right here. I'm holding it up. It's nothing mm. too crazy. It's uh, almost a full page splash of Carnage, just kind of like um, <laughs> coming in from the ceiling, I guess. Uh, but he's all tendrils and, you know, lig limbs and just it's just nasty. Uh, I really appreciate the way that Carnage is drawn here. Um, he almost doesn't even look real. Like when you look at his mouth, for example, like there's just like some level of, of intangibility to it yeah. that I like. Mm. Um, so the art I thought was pretty good in the carnage parts. Um, but the more human stuff, the detective stuff, I didn't, I didn't feel like the art was, I didn't feel like it was appropriate for that stuff. It wasn't moody enough. Interesting. I, I liked, I, I did like the art. I thought that it fit sort of, the vibe for it I, again i think i'm i'm a little bit more partial to some of like the more cartoony aspects of it um yeah. you know for for me i popped straight off the opening where he has this uh seemingly summoning dream sequence um the yeah eyeballs what the fuck was that <laughs> like th that was that was cool for me i'm like oh i'm connecting with this from on the art level mm -hmm. um so i did i did enjoy it can, can i just say justice for my man hydro man Yo, for real. Like, yeah, it's just awesome in this pan, like in, in like three panels. I mean, he's Hydro Man. He could probably come back from like a drop of water or some shit like that. It's gonna but. rain or something. Have you guys um read Absolute Carnage at all? Yeah, um, okay. I I read it and I think we reviewed. Maybe it was a shoe one that we reviewed. Um, on the mm. show. Rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. where it kind of where Carnage kind of shifted into this more. 
space character not even space like space by way of earth kind of character cosmic yeah right so mm-hmm. seeing that opening panel where our main detective kind of gets shoved into some kind of dimension and it's like freeze frame probably wondering how i got there and then they get over to <laughs> yeah you know the actual main story <laughs> that was a bit of a hook for me I, it, it's kind of a a tired way to hook you into a first issue it's the flashback or or flash forward and then the flash the current present day stuff yeah um, i think it's cheat code first issue stuff sure. um but it was enough where i'm like mm, i know this guy can handle the green pretty well what the fuck is this dimension what right. about the red uh yeah yeah so it was enough to 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 wet my tongue and want some more that's nah, would... oddly sexual <laughs> I would say pull it. Uh, I think Rom really? is certainly. Yeah, yeah. After all I that, okay. I I didn't I I didn't hate it by any means. It just didn't really speak to me in the way that I was hoping. But Rom V is so good at what he does that I think there's no way that this doesn't end up improving. And then also, you know, you liked it, so clearly there's something there that I just didn't pick up on this time. Gee, around. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. It's 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 Rom. He's gonna pull some shit, and it's gonna be amazing. Yep. Again, Marvel doing these more villain centric series. Yeah, with I'm not a big fan of that. Really? Oh yep. man, every one I've read has been fun. Yeah, I don't really want to like get into their minds or know what they're thinking. Like for the most part, I'd rather them just be Bad the antagonist. Guys. Yeah. Mm. Hmm, interesting. Uh, this is probably just personal taste. I don't care about Carnage, so I, I wouldn't pull it. Oh well, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> yeah, if you if you like Carnage, sure pull it, but it's not for me. Also, if you like Carnage, probably go to a therapist. Carnage yeah. rules. Yeah. <laughs> With a Z. With a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what books you guys are pulling. Did you pull the books that we've talked about so far? And and, and are you going to continue? Uh, write in. Let us know. If you're in the chat with us now and you've read these books, talk to us about it. Or just talk to us about what you pulled this week. I did want to mention, I read X Lives of Wolverine. I know we didn't do it for the show. Yeah. Um, I just felt like we should be doing number ones. And I don't know. I was kind of slowing down on the X Lives bit, but uh, it ended really, really well. Okay. I'll probably read it tonight then. It was very good. I I highly recommend reading that. Um, I didn't love the series throughout, but that was a great last issue and now i understand exactly what benjamin percy meant when he said that he was trying to tell the definitive wolverine story interesting okay yeah Hmm. um let's talk about eternals the heretic number one so this is obviously karen karen gillen uh who's been writing the eternals the whole way through and will be writing the upcoming judgment day event that trailer just dropped yeah, trailer the trailer dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, pairs the Eternals, the Avengers, and the uh, X-Men off. Um, this has nothing to do with that. But uh, the arts by Ryan Bodenheim, who, by the way, rest in peace, um, unfortunately mm-hmm. passed in 2021. I think we reported on that at the time. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of weird to be reading someone's posthumous work this way um, yeah. or observing it, looking at it. Um, but it's cool also that, you know, you know, his art precedes him. Like he may be gone, but we're still, there's still his work um, and his legacy is enshrined here. And I thought the art was great. So, you know, right up front, uh, but also Edgar Salazar was a part of the art team here. And then Chris O'Halloran did the colors and Clayton Cowles did the letters and the designs. Now should mention 
that Kale was challenged uh, for a comics tag this week to read the rest of the Eternal stuff. I don't know how far you got, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. This issue I read after I read Eternals number 10. I wasn't sure if there would be some kind mm. of connective tissue, so I wanted to make sure that I that I read that before this. I really did not like that issue at no. all. Not Ten at all. Or this? That one. Eternals okay. 10. 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, I didn't like it. I'm not sure I read that um, yet, so. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it, except to say that there is a panel with Carol Danvers in it. Oh, my God. Did you read it's, that? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, is my it a God. Do you guys want me to show it? I'll show it. You show it. All right. Show give it. me one it's, second. It's, it's so bad. Um, just for the conversation, I am completely caught up with the turtles. Oh, no. Oh, is, really? it the, is it like yeah. the second page? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. It's, wait, wait. it's so bad. It's not good. So you've caught up? Wait. I guess we'll leave it for later. Never mind. Because I want to. I, I honestly, we can do the. I mean, Kale's discussion on this might include what he. Let's just lump it all together. Just look at this. Yeah, look I at just saw it. That is brutality, dude. That's rough. <laughs> it's a shame, that's too, because I that's love Asad Rubik. Big pen sketch, man. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I do not like Asad Rubik. Really? I know that's not part of this. Ooh, I will man. talk about that more. I don't like it. No. Uh, well, let, let, let's talk about The Heretic, because I felt very differently about this. I thought okay. this issue, well, this was my pick of the week. I thought this was awesome. Okay. This is mm, what nice. I'm talking about. So first of all, that uh, device of the like the world or the machine or whatever being the narrator, hate it. I, really? Okay. I skipped almost every single narration in Eternals 10. I can't do it. And the fact that it was here, I was immediately put off. I was like, right, this is why I don't like this book. Damn, you got tilted going um, right into this issue. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, but then, like, it goes away. And I was very pleased with that. And the dialogue was a lot more straightforward and not trying to be funny in ways that don't really make sense for these characters. Um, Ooh, I disagree. Cool. Well, we'll get to it. Uh, but seeing Thanos as the prime eternal and like his quest and then him meeting his grandfather who's like this ancient mad titan type person you mean dark side is a yeah right <laughs> he is absolutely dark side like it was amazing to to read his story and what he did and like oh man i was this, i was enraptured by this so so this wasn't my pick of the week i think world's finest was my pick of the week if i'm being honest oh i thought but you were gonna say king spawn this book had my favorite page of the week yeah, where it's that is. page where you first see Uranus, uh, and I think mine yours. Uh, <laughs> Uranus, I hardly knew us. Oh, that doesn't work. Oh man. Um, no, okay. So you see Uranus sitting on the chair, and he says, "You killed half the universe, boy. Fifty percent. What a lack of commitment. Do something or don't do it." <laughs> Which is good. probably one of my see, favorite, just like one page lines and like introductions to a character that I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, ago. yeah. See, to me, that's the uh, the type of humor and, and sort of wittiness that Kieran Gillen, that dry, very dry humor that Kieran Gillen does very well. See, that I liked. That I liked. That I thought was fine. But then you go to Eternals 10 and someone says, I, I always did. <laughs> what? I haven't read Eternals 10 yet. Don't worry about it. I'm not spoiling anything. That's Someone right. says, I, I won't worry. I, "Don't worry about it." Don't worry about it. Shut up. I, I always did <laughs> I want to star in a Die Hard remake. 
Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're Dude's an actor. Eternal. Like, Die Hard. No, come on. That's Does Kingo. Kingo say that? I know like... who it is. <laughs> well, he did a whole... not. He did a whole fucking <laughs> in, uh, uh, Indian dance number in the uh, in the film. Where... I hate you. It. Saw that, Kale? Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't listen to our review. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> no, I didn't listen to the review because I hated the movie. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to waste more of my time on Eternals. That's fair you enough. Got a, you got a long road coming, my friend. <laughs> yeah, we're about to watch Morbius, allegedly, possibly. Uh, boy. Um, the, he's the new Marvel legend. Are you kidding me? So uh, <laughs> there are so many awesome panels here. Just watching uh, Uranus wipe people out. White yeah. deviants out. He his wipes com- Uranus. <laughs> his commitment to I'm a child destruction is uh well it's, it's fantastic to read. Um he's a bad, bad man. And um I'm I'm like, where was this character my whole life? Locked he up. He slaps, yeah. Locked up, yeah. Listen to Akon the whole time. <laughs> He brought that back from the future with him. Yep. <laughs> to yep. listen to those sick tunes. Hey. 300 years ago. Yeah, like he brought, brought a Zune from the future. <laughs> how um how do you guys feel about the the like data dump pages and um like the lore? In this one, um I it really confused me. Hmm. Especially as like a, a new reader to the Eternals and like I, I, I had to read it, you know, sparsely through the weekend, and then I had to like cram a bunch of issues today. Um, it really doesn't work in a hurry. I, I do like the distinction. Like we always talk about the X Men data dump panel uh, pages, um, but these are distinct and they are different. Mm. And typically throughout Eternals, I will browse it. And if something catches me, then I'll continue reading it. Um, but this issue, I actually found it kind of interesting. I think the it was like the whole, I guess, Uranus's kind of programming and how he viewed things and the different. Um, I guess how, how do they how do they word it? Um, the different things that he viewed. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was like the the family tree page. Right. Uh, Oh, his principles. Thesis on his principles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of like that because because the way Gillen's kind of been making the Eternals throughout this whole thing is like, yeah, that there is the machine, and we get the narration from the machine. Um, mm-hmm. But these these characters are in their in their own way machines with specific directives, and mm. and I think it's like a weird play on you know you know fate versus destiny and kind of that as well. Um, but seeing someone as cold and calculated who like made Thanos seem small, which was really interesting seeing his view on things. And this is a character from the Kirby era that looks nothing like the way he looks currently. I looked him up. I'm like, Oh, is this like a first issue? Should I grab this or something? Hmm. Is this the first appearance? Um, It's not. Um, But um, seeing that like modern, you know, take on the character is, was really interesting to me. It's been feeling like, um, like with these data dump pages, they've been feeling like lore. Like it's just building up this whole universe for the Eternals. Um, super mm-hmm. Jack Kirby stuff. Like 
he's uh, Gillen's building his own foundation for some of this, and that's been really cool to see in the data stuff. Um, uh, Sultan called out, you know, they, they, he's a big fan of it, and um, he's been really digging it since like the start of the issue, the start of the series, and I have as well. It's it's yeah. cool to see him create this universe, um, a la like the fourth world or um, these high concept things. He's expanding mythos, and that's that's cool within the space of comics. <clears throat> I, I like. Me, yeah, go ahead. Uh, for me, what works with that is the voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when like I said, when you're in a hurry trying to read it, it is a bit of a slog, but the voice really peppers in flavor. Mm-hmm. I dug this. I like the uh, the one on his thesis. Um, I thought I thought that that one was really good, um, but I do have to say I thought this like I rolled my eyes. The one that's protect celestials keyword protect. All right, <laughs> I like that part. Like, who are, are you trying to own? Someone like it just, it well, just I, was the, like when when you get like into it, he's like. Um, he says, like, they're they're too important to let Rome free or something like that. Oh, yeah. And... The what the point of it was good. But just the fact that it said keyword protect, I was like, OK, um, seeing Thanos not flinch at this mass murderer was also cool. And the fact that they bond over that ultimately, yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, I, I don't know what this is going to mean for the future. Obviously, it's something really bad. Thanos has the capacity now to you know, commit a similar level of destruction, but, um, you know, this was a great issue to introduce all that. I'm glad this was its own thing and not just an issue of Eternals. What What's cool about it, right, is that everybody in the Eternals, and, and Kale, I'm sure you can speak to this now, is playing some sort of long game, and um, him giving him the, the, what is it, the failsafe, right, that's just long game for Uranus, right? He's, he's pad what one million plus years to think through what his next step is and now this new player has come on board who has his own machinations and desires and he sees something in this guy and he's like oh i can fuck with this this is something that like will at some point lead me to be able to do something within my own uh, my own agenda mm-hmm. and i that's been the driving force for all of this stuff for eternals so i'm super excited to see what comes out of this because mm-hmm. this is this is not related to anything that's going on with the the upcoming event this looks like he's putting down um uh he's giving us rope for a future storyline yeah mm. you guys caught the uh watchman reference didn't you Mm-mm. no uh uranus says uh what do you think i've been doing for the past four four hundred thousand years or whatever oh okay uh, to to his brothers uh, yeah, I, I can't don't... believe you would think about building such a weapon. Build it. What do you think I've been doing for four hundred thousand oh, years? That's well, right. Like that's I right. Get it, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like it idle. Yeah. Yeah. This whole Eternals run, and I know we're talking this one issue, but I can't help but think about the Gearin's run on Eternals is kind of what I feel like the Fraction Soul in Humans was pitched as. It was pitched mm. as like this Game of Thrones kind of story. Um, with the multiple houses of the Inhumans, which it wind up becoming kind of just slocky superhero stuff by the end of it. Um, 
But this does have that kind of Game of Thrones feel, this Eternals run. Yeah. Where, like, especially when you have uh, Druig, who's the slimy hand of Thanos sort of thing. Love uh, it. And all like the other characters. I mean, yeah, two of the actors in the movie happen to be in Game of Thrones too. But, you know, it's besides the fact. Um, I'm, I'm having fun with this, this whole... Besides that horrible Carol Danvers face he pointed out to me, which is going to completely <laughs> just have its shadow looming over the issue as I read it. Thanks, Sean. It was um, brutal, man. It's bad. My man, it's that shadow is cast all over everything that artist does. No, dude. Have you read, That's uh, harsh. Have you read uh, Thor God of Thunder? With some Gordy it, God yeah. Butcher? Yeah, some it's of good. it. It's good. It sounds good. Uh, he can be. Sure. <laughs> not here. But his good does not outweigh he his bad. Draw women. He doesn't draw women that well, to be honest. Like uh, <laughs> w- women faces, feminine faces. Um, yeah, okay. That's fair. Well, let's let's talk about uh, King Spawn number eight. Uh, oh, also, yeah, that's my part yeah. of the week. Yeah, okay, sure. cool. <clears throat> yeah. Is that a... Eternals, the heretic, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to say uh, King Spawn. I Spawn. <laughs> I oh, almost spawn. no spawn was good. I almost chose spawn this week. I really enjoyed it. Uh, spawn number eight. Sean Lewis, Todd McFarland did this week add additional scripts, <laughs> which I can tell you what the additional scripting was if you want. Uh, it's really obvious. Um, the art by Javi Fernandez with Thomas Natchlik from Magnus Arts. FCO Placencia did the colors, um, which you can tell. Like this looks like. Um, Scott Snyder's Batman run, yeah. um, color wise, and then letters are by uh, and World Design. I really, really, really like this issue. This was so good. Um, the pieces are finally starting to come into play here, and you know the agenda of the Court of Priests to make Spawn the king, and you know him kind of like wanting to reject it, but leaning into it at the same time. This one-winged angel um, is awesome, and his whole backstory was super cool. I love, I love the Gaia, and like just everything that happens in this issue. I thought was so good. The only thing I didn't like was the narration, but the and, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what Scott, uh, that's what Todd contributed. But everything else I thought was sick. The narration is so bad. It's so mm. unnecessary too. It's it's literally like How telling us what we're on seeing the on the page. Yeah. How else do you know, Tyler? I, like, I know can't, it, it, I can't see exact, the pictures. I know you're being sarcastic, but like, no, this shit pisses me off. <laughs> it's like it's like have some faith in your reader. Yes, mm-hmm. I know it's spawn readers, but have some faith. Oh, in your <laughs> oh shit! You better put that gotta, on TikTok, bro. They I, might. I, gotta, they might uh, I don't want to get shot on TikTok again. Jeez. You might subscribe so we can. They can rip <laughs> off followers. Yeah. No, I mean, like, 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 I agree. Like, literally, you take the narration boxes out of this. I think it's a much better comic. Yeah. Mm. And the that's narration why boxes are stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, oh no! Yeah, they're just trapzord says not cool. Look at that. You've that's summed. my bit trapzord. That's my bit. I'm. Uh, I don't like image comics. Just kidding. What's, what's up, trapzord? Welcome. Um. No, like it's just. Like honestly, I I enjoyed it. And I almost want to like go in Photoshop and like take out all of the narration boxes. Like I think it would be a dare I say good issue without it. But like it just took so much away from it. But see, 
Spawn is so cool that the Lord had to take it down a notch by making Todd McFarlane put that stuff in there. Because otherwise, it, it would be the making comic. Todd McFarlane. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the art's really good. I Great. think there's a decent. This is a. Oh, that was look so at that's, that's, that's an Elden Ring character. creature. So fucking good. That is one of the nastiest things I've seen. It's a giant dog monster with red hair <laughs> tendrils. That that was the nastiest thing we've seen in a week of very gory <laughs> comics. <laughs> Something very gory happens in X Lives, and this was way worse than that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Piqued my interest. Um. Yeah, this and, and when I say worse, I don't mean in a bad way. This shit's just disgusting. Um, and the mm. colors on it are so muted that it gives it this like, like horror movie feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it feels like an like like this would be some shit that goes on like a heavy metal album cover, right? Yes, like, it's like sepia tone on top of shit. Yes, which is what Spawn's supposed to be. Every page should be that. Look at this crazy oh. page of Spawn versus uh, Black. Um, What's his name? Black. Uh, See, I thought that was a good page. Yeah, Azra- the one way angel. Black, Black angel. Azrael. Black Azrael. Yeah. Even though he's crazy. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Have... So, what are you saying by that, Tyler? Well, he's that Black because he's fallen. I don't get it. I don't know. I didn't get it either. I just figured we were just going for the the breath bit. Um, <laughs> the breath bit. Yeah. Sean, wait. Can you can you show the page right after that demon dog? <laughs> Yeah, I got you, man. This one right here. Oh, I love that thing. Like when it just like approaches, like you get this really close up shine and has these like ugh, tendrils and arms yeah, and shit. It's really gross. It's good. It's really gross. And the way that the uh that the one winged angel beats it, it's like so free. Like you look at that <laughs> thing and you go, Oh my god, that's like what can you possibly do against that? And then it just dies. And correct me if I'm wrong here. But the, the beast on the next page is that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it says, yeah. Reborn. Yeah. I love that because w- when they first showed that creature a few issues ago, I was like, what could that possibly be? And now we know. And it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> hey, you're right, but it's awesome. <laughs> I've, I've learned to this point, and this is not a knock to spawn at all, but I learned that I need to stop waiting for things to make sense. Does that make sense? Got to turn off the brain. Yeah, shut it down. Yeah, enjoy the ride, baby. Yeah. All right, all right, but 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 honestly, what didn't make sense? I mean, you you lose me at once you start quoting Bible verses. Um, <laughs> honestly, the narration really took me out of this. I see like, that. It it like and it like almost uh, kind of made me a little mad. I'm like, you're ruining a good comic here. <laughs> it's like when somebody like. Book. Who's like who like he's like oh what book you reading and they're like oh you, you hand them the book and then they like bend the cover backwards I'm like no that was a good copy you just ruined it um, right that's how I felt that's except it. for that's my, what uh, Todd does when he walks up to to Sean Lewis at the at the studio or whatever he walks oh, oh what you writing Spawn <laughs> there's not near enough captions <laughs> he's like and... I got some captions ready in a, in a drawer if you want them <laughs> I wrote these while I was taking a shit the other day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see how they apply to your issue. Um, uh, C.W. Gordon says they should just sell fully virgin variants with no words, just pictures. Honestly, that's hot. Honestly, the, the art quality for Spawn books is next level, right? Yeah. It's it's good ass shit. 
I would not absolutely all buy it. Not all. This one, though, I will say. This one, this one, hundred yeah. percent. And I would like that that whole page. I'd buy that shit, right? If it was if there was nothing there but just that, I'd buy that. I don't think there's been a spawn book that we've read on this show that I haven't liked or wise. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> they're, I think they're all bangers from an art perspective. And it makes sense, right? Because that's that's Todd picking the artist, yeah, most likely, and he's got an eye for that. So, um, yeah, I, I could gush about this book. I think that there's so much good here. I can't wait to see where it's ultimately gonna go. And it's so yeah. weird. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I never read a Spawn comic until last year when we started doing these. Um, the only thing I knew about Spawn was the movie and the HBO animated show, which I thought both were amazing, but I never looked into it. And mm-hmm. now I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. Can't believe it. Sean, have you watched that movie recently? Dude, I haven't, but I'm telling you right now, I remember it and I love it. It ends like, out of nowhere. I don't care. <laughs> it's really good. Fair. I mean, I, I like me. Batman forever. I guess I can't speak on these things, but right. Well, yeah, you like Batman and Robin. I do. That's I do. that's that's weird. Forever, we can look past that. But Batman and Robin, that's like that's tough. That's, that's the line. Yeah, but <laughs> but like I'm like I need to go back. I have to go back and see what I've been missing for the last almost thirty years or whatever it's been. I so last thought on this right? Yeah. FCO Placencia. I don't remember. Have they been on the book since the beginning? I don't think uh, so. On King Spawn, I'm not sure. Because I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, especially considering the fact that we call that like the tone and like the the sort of orange hues, mm-hmm. I feel like the colors here really brought out some some really good aspects for this uh, for this issue. So just a, a shout out because uh, I think there was a lot of good stuff there that accentuated um, a lot of moments. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, and it looks like at least the first issue did not have uh, Placencia on it. So I don't know how far that goes, but, or when he started, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I say again, if you're into King spawn, if you're into spawn, this is an easy pull. I, I have no uh, narration boxes aside. I have no criticisms of this comic book. I thought it was fantastic. It might be my pick of the week, actually. Damn. Uh. <laughs> no, keep it as uh, eternal. What are spawn fans called? Spawnites? Spawnies? Spawnaniacs. Hell, hell spawn. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Spawn Nanes? No. No. Okay. All right. They're Hellspawn. We are Hellspawn. Okay. Uh, so pull, pass. Uh, pull it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pull it. Why not? Hell yeah. Let's go, Kale. <laughs> I yes. say, Let's go, I say Kale. pass, mostly I because know. this feels like the end issue of an arc. I mean, it's got good art in it. No, this is like the second um, issue of, an, of the arc. Really? Yeah. I don't understand fucking spawn arcs then. Uh, oh, I don't. Happened. I don't either. But if you can get a, a whiteout pen and you can white out all the narration boxes, I'd say pull it. Pass on Tyler. There you go, Marco. You can do that too. You could definitely <laughs> do that. Yeah. So that's our reviews for the week. But we still have a little bit of comics tag. Uh, last week, Marco tagged Kale to read the eternal so i believe the tag was to read the first trade um and kale so did you accomplish that and how far did you get if you read past that i didn't just accomplish that i caught up 
Oh, this guy's going for the extra credit, bro. Damn. Wow. Um, Try over here. Yeah. The only thing I didn't get to read were the two. I think there are two other standalone things. The other yeah. Ones, yeah. I didn't get good. to do those. Yeah, but I did. Uh, I did one through ten. Um, I, you know what? I really enjoyed it. Yes. <clears throat> um, yes. I still. The Eternals for me still aren't fun. <laughs> I still want them to be the Inhumans. Do uh, you miss the Inhumans as much as I do? Yeah. Oh, I, I think they're more fun. I mean, you have Karnak, and he's a guy who's like, he's a martial arts master, and he sees the weakness in absolutely everything. Yeah. Dude, that Karnak that, series? Ooh, so good. That's cool that's as series. fuck. Anyway. You got Icarus. He punches people. Ooh, he gets a kid. Uh, never mind. I, I mean, won't spoil that part. But that was <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the twist there I, was issue six. Yeah, um, that was some effective storytelling. <laughs> um, yeah, this is. I feel like Gillen. Um, he he really excels in writing these characters who are just slightly detached. Um, similar to like the you know his gods in in uh, the Wicked and the Divine, you know mm. characters who who are above humanity but also attached in some way. Mm. Um, and I think it really works. I think his uh, you know we we talked about it a little bit uh, while we were talking about the heretic, but um, I think his his dry wit works really well in just about all of the Eternals. Um, I'll give you that the diehard line was maybe a little on the nose for, for Kingo, but I don't know. It fits to me. Um, and, and I think the, um, the narration device, I actually really grew to like it. Um, once I kind of figured it out and caught on, okay, this is the earth and the earth is basically a giant supercomputer that's broken. And when it added the little bits of flavor, um, and, and sort of personality into it, it really, it got me even more like in the heretic when, when he, he's like, oh, don't go in there. Don't go talk to that guy. No way. I'm too scared. I'm out. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Um, so yeah, uh, this is just great. I, I saw this, I got to make my biannual, um, trip to the comic shop today. And, uh, I almost picked this up, uh, in physical. Nice. So, and that's, you know, this big deal for me. So <laughs> I almost bought a thing. I mean, yeah. Fair enough. I don't have money. <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited. You liked it. This is uh, yeah, it's all on good it's all unlimited besides issue ten, right? Uh, I don't know about that. I only got the first uh, the first trade. Okay, okay. I'm not sure what's on there anymore, but yeah. Who knows? Cool. Oh, you're making me want to read it, man. But it's just like there's just no reason. Like I <laughs> got a whole event we're going to lead up to bro yeah, but Eternals 10 was so rough to but me that's, that's Eternals 10 oh, that's okay that's a good point 
the art. <laughs> I, I didn't touch on the art. I, I had to say, man, I don't like Assad Ribic. I think his stuff, it, his highs are as powerful as his lows. Like, as amazing as he draws one thing, another thing is just absolute muddled garbage. <laughs> Kale, you've been you've you've been taking me on this emotional roller coaster ride. I you like you praise it, then you come down on it, and it's just, just like it's such a mixed bag. Right. And the the you know the coloring style. Who's it? Matthew Wilson, I believe so. Uh, I think is he's incredible. He works so well in in uh, you know whatever is it like a water coloring style? Almost. There's like there's like a grain and yeah, texture yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. I really, really like that. And I think I've seen that before uh, in like Secret Wars. And I always like um, how you can see his pencils underneath it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's very raw in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, Too raw. <laughs> like under, under, it's like slightly cooked cookie dough. I've made that analogy before. It's you a have. bit like, yeah. it's a bit like a medium rare chicken steak. I always know that the show has to end soon when Tyler starts making food references. (laughs) I'm a little grumbly. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Savage Uh, Dragon's a little hungry today. (laughs) Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a shot. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, But Kale, you accomplished the tag, so that gives you the opportunity to tag somebody else. Who are you going to tag, and what are you tagging them with? All right. I forgot about this part of comics tag. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> improv. So I'm half-assing it a bit, and okay. I'm going to make a, a last-minute decision after I decide. Uh, make Marco read Dick Fight Island. Who said that? Do you want to do <laughs> so, the Palspools first and take some time to think about it? No, no, I have the thing. It's okay. just who's going to read it. Okay. So the thing is Vertigo's Sandman Mystery Theater. Uh, by I think it's uh, Matt Wagner, Wagner. Mm-hmm. and various. Oh, okay, did, um, so I read Warlock it. is it? Is okay, it, so the... it won't be Marco. Uh, that's great, uh, Sean. I think you would really like this. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna Sean. I want you to read Sam and Mystery Theater. Cool. It's um, it's the story. It's a gritty, noir, uh, real noir uh, version of the Golden Age character, the Sandman. Um, we see him, we get a panel of him in uh, Sandman, the, the Neil Gaiman stuff. But this is the, you know, the, the golden age pulp character in real, like, graphic noir stuff. Like, in, I think in the first, I think in the first arc, uh, you, there's a, a body that's like split open. It's, and it's game. Like it right? No, no, this is Wagner. Oh, Wagner, right, right. Sorry. Might be a good uh, little um, appetizer to that uh, Tinian Sandman stuff we're getting coming up with the Corinthian. Oh. oh. Yeah, but it's, it's not really. It... But uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I will definitely Man, get to that. Sandman. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah. I, you you probably should do the first arc. Uh, should should be fairly easy. All right, you could have you could have tagged me with something awful, um, and I'm glad you didn't That's do no that. Fun. So thank you. That's no fun. That's just rude. Well, and I I also forgot, and I would have to work pretty hard. So <laughs> is that like one of your favorite books? You know Is that why you thought about it real quick? Yeah, 
Okay. I, I truly love this series. I think it's very, very good. I'm going to, I'm going to spoil what I'm going to do next week right now, because I'm not going to be here in two weeks and I'm going to tag Tyler and I'm going to let Tyler exact his vengeance on either one of you. So, uh, I'm gonna, you're going to tell you're going to tell me next week what you're going to tag me with. You're not going to give me. Yes. I'm not going to tell you okay. now. Oh, but, God forbid I have time to read something. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was going to be tagged, but. Since you, since it seems like you want you want to tag someone with something bad, I'm going to make sure that I'm not here to be tagged with something. <laughs> but then you're going to be back next week, and then you could possibly be tagged. No, I'm saying like next week I'm going to tag Tyler. The week after that I'll be gone, so he can't tag me. Nice. Aha. Uh-huh, yes. But what if you're not here? I think the host might forget that you're not here, and might forget comics tag entirely. But then pushing it off to the next week when you're here. <laughs> Wait, why would something like that happen? Oh, am I hosting I the next Pals Pulse when Sean's gone? Is that <laughs> oh, what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Pals Pulls, let's jump into that before we cut off this. Let's uh, give our Pals Pulls for next week. Yeah, so I'm going to pull uh, Action Comics 1041. Whoa, um, that cover. This, oh, yeah, this is the Tedesco cover, Totino Tedesco. Um, literally any cover this guy does, I will show it off. It is uh, fantastic. And also the actual A cover is shit. Um, but <laughs> it's literally right. a sword in the chain. There's not a character on the cover. Um, but this, so this is the end of the first arc of, uh, Sean Aldridge, Philip Kennedy Johnson's, um, action comics, war world, uh, saga, right. Uh, which has been very interesting. Um, it has the Supermanian Authority that was in uh, Morrison's uh, miniseries that we had. It's a continuation of that. Oh, um, interesting. And it's those characters in War World, and in like issue one, spoiler, they lose their fight. Now they're all kind of like part of War World. Uh, and it's how does Superman become a symbol of hope there? What? Um, and it's hmm. it's very you interesting. Been, you just have you been me reading up? all. Go ahead. Tyler, sorry, have you been reading all of it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. It's really yeah. good. Okay. I need I need to I need to jump on it. Manny keeps recommending it in the Discord and I just <clears> been lazy about it. Yeah, I'd re- I mean I recommend it because I think uh Philip Kennedy Johnson has a real good uh voice for Superman as like that like just purely optimistic person in the most not optimistic setting. But also like you get a lot of like you get Midnighter and Apollo in it. You have um Manchester Black who has a great voice in it as well. Um, it's just, I wouldn't say it's fun. It's good. Um, it's a little too dreary to be fun, uh, but it, it is good. Uh, and then I also picked Ghost Cage, number one. It's a new image, number one, by Nick Dragota on art and writing with Caleb uh, Gellner also co-writing on it. Um, I like Nick Dragota a lot. So. He, was the, he was the artist on East of West, is that right? Correct. Yep. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Uh, and this has a big old eyeball dude. So as a oh, fan of yeah. the orb, yep. um, I'm, I'm into this aesthetic here. So yeah, it's an image number one. It's always, I, I say if there's an image number one, just pick it up if you have the money, you know, like yeah. it doesn't hurt to try it. So um, um, on the Superman stuff, we, for Comic-Con, we interviewed um, Philip Kenny Johnson. I was so there for you, that one, actually. I was behind yeah, the scenes, yeah. Uh, if, if you want to go hear some of like what his uh, ideas are and sort of the concepts of uh, 
writing Superman, definitely a really good conversation piece. Um, one of the things that surprised us when we interviewed him was him saying, it feels really easy to write Superman. Usually the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the thing is that uh, it's difficult or you don't know how to approach him, but uh, he said it with his confidence. And I think that it shows in, in the work. So definitely go check it out if you're interested. It's on, the, it's on our YouTube channel. Hadn't he said that Superman was like his favorite, <clears throat> his favorite superhero? Well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's really cool. Like once you get at bat, you, you maybe you would be intimidated for that moment, but it sounds like he just embraced it and jumped right ready. in and mm. had an easy time. As Not I get older, I, I like you. Superman a lot more. I think that's, is that the trajectory for most people? Like <laughs> the older <laughs> yeah. you get, the more you like Superman. Yep. Interesting discussion there. Um, so we also have uh, Sean with X Deaths of Wolverine, number five. Yeah. The culmination of X Deaths. So as I said earlier, uh, X Lives ended fantastically. It was very, very good. Uh, it does have at the end of it a tease for X Deaths and what's going to happen there. That makes a lot of sense if you think about it. And um, <laughs> I can't wait to see how this thing resolves, man. I feel like Benjamin Percy has really built uh, a house of dominoes um, or not a house of dominoes, but like a house of cards, I guess. House of X and, of dominoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's going to fall uh, in this in this next issue. So I'm really excited. Which which one is which? X Li lives, lives is Wolverine, deaths is Moira. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the uh, I won't say anything. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be great. Can't wait to see how that finishes. Uh, and then you and Kale also picked uh, Rogues number one. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only Rogues gallery that I truly care about are the Flashes. And that this is a story that focuses on their last job or whatever in a black label book is very appealing. I read, I believe I read that they have to go into Gorilla City for some reason for right. part of their yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. And when I read that, I was like, oh my God, yes. I've been waiting. I haven't seen Gorilla Grodd in so long. So I hope he's in this. I can't wait. I don't know who I was talking to. It might have been my wife, but I described Gorilla Grodd to somebody. And as I'm uh, explaining Gorilla City in the Flash, um, I realize how fucking stupid that is. And I love it. <laughs> you know what I. <laughs> Between Common Rider and like podcasts, I've just stopped explaining things, <laughs> especially to my wife. I just go, I think about it real hard for a second, and then I go, It's a Common Rider thing. Right. And she goes, Oh, okay, right. So I'm not too familiar with the artist, uh, Massimilio Luc Lu Lucas. Uh, I might be pronouncing that wrong. Um, but that's the uh, Massimilio Leo Max. Um, Drew a basket full of heads. I don't know if you read oh, that, Marco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read some yeah. of that. That was good. Um, looks good. Nice. Yeah. That's um, and, and then Marco, you had uh, a Tom King book as your pick here. Human Target number. What is this number six? Yeah. Number six. six. Let's go, baby. Tom King, Greg Smallwood, uh, Human Target. So you need to know. You know it's good shit. Oh, we've God. been we've been following these reviews. We've uh, been having a consistently a good time. Um, there's just a lot of uh, drama in there. Really good, I think, character moments, and the book's been fun. A lot of a lot of fun for uh, a sort of whodunit story, and um, enjoying the ride. This is the last human target until the uh, 
This is the yeah. last human target yeah. before the hiatus, and then it'll come back in September, I believe. No, yeah. yep. September. Yeah, yep. September is generous. I thought it was November. Uh, it Maybe it is. I thought it was wake September, me up. but it's when it's going to be gone for the summer. Ends. That sucks. Yep. Ooh, Not hype for this Ooh. book anymore. <laughs> the cover is fantastic. It's like two colors. Yeah, it's green and it's red. Very good. It's just I uh, love it. And then Marco, yeah. you also had a. Uh, Peach Momoko's uh, Demon Days Blood Feud. Oh, everything Peach Momoko touches is beautiful, and this is no exception. Um, I've been enjoying this series, being able to sort of see the X-Men from this historical Japanese perspective and being able to showcase certain characters as demons or as wind gods. And um, there's just a lot of inventive, I think, uh, character design, and the way that she integrates it into the story has been really, really strong. Um, and I'm enjoying... It, it this is very much a manga um in comic book format and so if that's appealing to anybody i would recommend you go back and you go pick some of this stuff up my one gripe has been they always do number ones it's like a subtitle and then a number one and so it's hard to know which one is the next in the series and so mm. i i missed one uh so i had to go back and read it and i'm like oh that's okay this makes lost. sense because yeah. context and so that's my only gripe everything else gorgeous book great storytelling um i'm a big fan they're just one shots that have a in like a, a joining thread between them right yeah there's a through line there man there's a narrative okay p from oko first of all killing it with variants yeah like i, I posted like in our in a thumbnail for last week with the punisher variant uh she did oh so damn good it made that new logo look even you know somewhat palatable it was great <laughs> she she just has this like the watercolor style man and and really good control of the color because i think that's something that's hard to do is it gets away from you maybe certain parts get overwashed but there's just control there and that's really nice wasn't she a marvel stormbreaker is that what they call them i think i think she was one of them. yeah yeah we should do a ranking of all of marvel artist <laughs> nicknames young guns where, stormbreakers <laughs> Oh, yeah, like a ranking remember. of, yeah, those were those would be great. I know the Young Guns and Stormbreakers were two of them. Yeah, there's more. I just can't remember them. That, that's so funny to there me. Was, um, oh, there was the architects or, or for like the yes. writers. Yeah. Yes, yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Weird marketing choice, yeah. That was uh, like I love Marvel. Bendis, Fraction. Yeah. Uh, well. They were part of that? Oh, yeah, the they had like a writer's one, like right during the heroic age of Marvel Comics. <clears throat> Weren't they like big names right at that point? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, up and comers. They it were, was like, hey, they, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was like these are the guys are forming the Marvel universe going forward. It was like Hickman, Bendis, Fraction. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are our pals polls. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can share your pals polls with us on our discord server where uh every single week listeners of the show fans uh you guys take to our discord to share your polls with us we're always super appreciative of that uh make sure that you guys if you're on youtube click that link to join our discord server it is in the description subscribe while you're there if you haven't like the video share it with your friends if you want to join us live on a wednesday that's wednesday at 6 p.m eastern we do this every single week uh, come hang out. We're always having a great time here. And on the main show, which is Saturdays at 10, make your Saturdays uh, with the Comics Pals. 
as so many people who listen to us choose to do every single Saturday. Thank you guys so much Over for a listening. Cup of coffee. Yeah. Until next week, take care, guys. See you next week.